0: You are listening to Parallel Fiction, a podcast that celebrates storytellers across all mediums. Each episode, we weave together two stories within a common theme and analyze their meaning on everyday life. I'm Jeff. And I'm Heather. And this week is Jeff's Favorites.
1: <laughs> In honor of Jeff's birthday.
0: Yeah, the uh, the big day is coming up this week. So uh, <laughs> we did the same thing for your birthday this year with Heather's Favorites. I think that was like episode 10.
1: Yeah, it was pretty early on it. If not, yeah, I think it was 10. Yeah. You're right.
0: It's been a while.
1: Yeah. Well, it'll be a tradition. So. Exactly. November so, rolls around. I'll pick some new faves.
0: <laughs> new things to make me watch. <laughs>
1: yes, it's true.
0: You get off easy this week because you like what I made you pick.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe I'll be nice next time and I'll like like something we both, <laughs> pick something we both like.
0: I, I liked Walk to Remember. That's what we covered in episode 10. So yes. that was fun. That was a good oh, It could have been worse. This one's going to be super good. <laughs> yes, it will. This
1: is going to be a great episode.
0: Listen, I have great taste. It's a high level. <laughs>
1: You do. Yeah. You do. I was going to try to say something sassy, but I couldn't think enough and on my feet. And then the cat
0: ran by, so. She's just really she's fast. Got, she's got the zoomies. Need for speed over here. Yeah, so this should be a fun episode.
1: <laughs> she may be jingle jangling. Already. <laughs>
0: uh. um, but yeah, so I'm going to be covering one of my favorite video games of all time that starts off a series. It's called Uncharted, Drake's Fortune.
1: Ooh. Yeah. I, I have enjoyed watching you play that one
0: it's definitely a more cinematic game that's why i I think it works best yeah well it's gonna
1: be a movie soon right
0: yeah yeah so they're filming a movie right now it might even be done but um we'll talk about that a little bit yeah later i have some feelings about that already
1: oh boy yeah and i am covering the infamous star wars 4 a new hope. Episode 4. Episode 4. Yikes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That,
0: that's weird. The nerds like, are coming for me. I don't me. like how you're like Star Wars 4. Just Can sounds, we go back? No, that sounds wrong. The people got to know. Star Listen,
1: you're lucky I knew the 4.
0: No, I know. not <laughs> um, Technically, a new it's hope. like
1: OG Star Wars. It,
0: it is OG Star Wars for yeah, sure. It is the OG Star Wars. But
1: like I was looking, it was Originally, just called Star Wars. There was no like crazy Episode Four. It wasn't until like the
0: '90s, right, when they came out with like the videotapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. It's weird (laughs) to
1: think about. Things were different.
0: Absolutely, but um, so they're both very good adventure stories. I think that's kind of like a sub genre of today's. I
1: guess you just like adventure stories. Mine were both love stories.
0: What's that? Yeah, that's right. So my
1: favorites were love (laughs) stories. Yours is more of an uh, adventure setting, so that's cool. that would
0: be good. Yeah, take the people on a ride. (laughs) <laughs> so um we want to thank you guys for coming back and joining us. Um we had a lot of good feedback from last week's episode with the crossing the stream, so that's definitely something we're gonna keep dusting off for a while. Maybe
1: like once every month or something. Yeah, and we
0: every have a couple, couple. other good God. ideas for like sub series too. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, so uh stay tuned for more of that. If you want to keep up on all of our past episodes, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. So that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Simplecast. hmm um, and if you, uh, feel like we entertain you by the end of the episode, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on Apple podcasts or any of the other ones. <laughs> <If> anything <laughs> like that, It'd be uh, greatly appreciated.
1: And then if you want to look for us on uh social media and interact with us, you yeah. can find us parallel fiction on Instagram and Twitter, parallel fiction podcast on Facebook, or you could send us an old
0: fashioned. <laughs>
1: email on a uh, parallel fiction pod at gmail.com
0: yeah i think the only people who sent us a legit email is our friends over at um movies who raised us so yeah if you're also, also looking for more of this kind of stuff go follow them they're cool
1: yeah they're awesome definitely <laughs> give them a listen
0: yeah so without further ado why don't we go through our rocks paper scissor um test of You're just (laughs) going to win anyway, but I
1: feel like you should because it's your birthday episode. Well, you know, let's see. see So
0: first time listeners, whoever wins this game gets to decide who does their summary first. Right? Yes. Let's roll.
1: Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, no. Oh, man. The one one. time I actually win (laughs) and it's his birthday.
0: (laughs) The streak is dead. What do I do? I don't know. It's your call.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to make you go first.
0: Okay, cool. So why don't we take a quick break and we'll come right back with Uncharted Drake's Fortune.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, and we're back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about this one, especially because I, um usually we like have like help writing the notes, like full disclosure, we use like websites and stuff like that to help summarize and stuff. And uh, this is one of the first, or well, one of the only episodes where it like I wrote all of my notes from hand from scratch. So
1: that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Usually well, I need like a well, guide. When
0: we first started, we were doing that, like just but like it would take forever to watch a movie because you'd have to like pause and like write down. Then they do yeah. this and then you like go and then pause and then you know. Well
1: imagine doing that for a book. It was even harder.
0: <laughs> exactly. So but um this one you could watch it on YouTube for free. It's like all the cutscenes or whatever or you could watch so it's an hour to just watch all the cutscenes from this game or it's like 2 hours to watch the cutscenes plus like a really good person play through the game without dying. Oh, <laughs> so you could, wow. that's kind of like a movie, yeah.
1: That's like really impressive. So
0: you can get the experience cuz there is like exciting action sequences and stuff that like you know, for my purposes I'm going to say like and then he did this and they did it. <laughs> like there's no, yeah. So I'm excited. We'll yeah, see. I'm
1: really excited. <laughs> Uncharted's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, just a quick little uh, backstory. Um, this came out in North America on November 30th, 2007 for the PlayStation 3. It was an exclusive that was later remastered for the PlayStation 4. Um, it was written, according to Wikipedia, it's unconfirmed on other websites, but it's Amy Hennig, Neil Druckmann, who also did The Last of Us, and Josh Schur. And I would I would commit to those three, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they, it would... Have to go through whatever,
1: give them some sort of credit,
0: but it was definitely directed by Amy Hennig, who cool. is, um, yeah, she was really cool. She really like championed for this game to get made and made it a really cool way. Um, it's starring Nolan North, Emily Rose, Richard McGonagle, Simon Templeman, Robin Downs, and James C. I guess I spell his name, but um, so they're all pretty much voice actors, but you would like know them if you looked at your IMDb and you're like, oh my god, they're in that and this and that and this, so. Like
1: popular voice definitely, actors.
0: Yeah, definitely. Maybe if you don't recognize their face, you know them from something. They've all been in something. I feel
1: like voice actors are hard because like, yeah, you'd never see their face. So like, <laughs> how do you know them? You know I what I know, mean? I know, right?
0: But like you catch them every once in a while and you're like, oh, that's that's got to be the same character who does whatever. Like, right, right. like the red M&M from the M&M's commercials is also Fry from Futurama. And he's also like Doug Funny. Like you could tell, like.
1: Yeah, like there's some yeah. crossover.
0: So and also um, Nolan North and Emily Rose, who are the male and female leads for the story, did their motion capture for this. So like Nathan Drake, the character running, is the dude Nolan North in like a giant light bulb suit.
1: I love those. Those are so cool. Yeah.
0: So this was like one of the first, um, I guess, big action movie games that maybe did this. Like I know other games did it, but the studio um, Naughty Dog, who also did Last of Us, really like. I think for me on the map, like that kind of style, because it was basically 100 percent acted, but just people in mocap suits. (laughs) So cool. Yeah. So let's dig into the story.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: So the story starts out with our main hero, Nathan Drake, scuba diving off the coast of uh, Panama, and uh, he's trying to unearth this mysterious coffin in the, the ocean
1: spooky
0: yeah so uh nathan is also with uh tv show host slash journalist Elena fisher whom he'd only just met recently and they're trying to exhume the remains of sir francis drake who was um this explorer and among other things like a treasure guy and he's a distant relative of nathan drake our main character okay um this is all for Elena's tv show which she's filming during them like Getting this grave
1: reality TV. Yeah,
0: it's, I think it's like a travel show where it's like fun stuff around the world, like yeah, mysteries, yeah. whatever. So um, the coffin they find turns out to be a decoy and that Francis Drake wasn't actually buried out to sea. But instead, he left a lost diary with a rare, you know, cache of treasure maps and information on all these secret dealings in his life. Which is what Nate was secretly looking for kind of behind Elena's back on the down low. This
1: is like already the plot to National Treasure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is a funny story about National Treasure after. Uh, we'll get into it now. Okay, is, okay. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, so Nate basically like used her to get her resources to go out to the ocean and like do this.
1: Okay. <laughs> Taking advantage of her. Kinda,
0: really? yeah. So suddenly they're attacked by pirates. And it's kind of funny because Nate, like, gives Elena a gun and he's just like, you know how to use this, right? And then, like, just go on this <laughs> killing spree in the game of, like, killing these pirates. I was like, you're cool with murder, right? Okay.
1: <laughs> Gotta go for it.
0: But uh, so the pirates screw up their boat and it explodes and they're rescued at sea by um this dude named Victor Sullivan, who's Nate's mentor and business partner. And uh, we could just call him Sully from now on because that's what, you know.
1: Yeah, you really threw me off. I was like, I don't remember that character. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, Sully, I do. He's
0: like this cool cigar smoking, like mustache having, like you know, like yeah, classy older dude who just has like a boat plane, (laughs) (laughs) a bomber jacket. Sometimes given the type of uh, weather, (laughs) so uh, he saves them and they go and settle back at like the closest island town near Panama. And uh, Nate and Sully are deciding to pursue the map left uh, for. El Dorado, which, if you're familiar with that, is the Boston Eagle. So they found, like, a map to it, and they have all these notes on it and stuff. Um, But the last page of the notebook is missing, obviously.
1: Of course. Need a plot
0: twist. But they have, like, the general vicinity. So, like, Nate's making his case to include Elena in, like, their shenanigans. And Sully convinces Nate to leave without her, which, unfortunately, they do. (laughs) But there's a fun scene of them sailing away from the dock and her, like, yelling at the boat, like, you assholes.
1: (laughs) Oh, what so
0: they left her behind basically so like they had they could only like split the stuff between the two of them.
1: OK. They didn't generally. want her to be a part of it.
0: Kind of. Yeah. And they don't really trust her because they only know her recently and she's like a TV person. So gotcha. only really trust her. So Nate and Sully follow the coordinates to what seems like a deserted jungle island. And then uh, the closer they like explore, they find ancient ruins underground. But uh, they find out that the Spanish explorers like found all this stuff years ago and like cleaned out all the treasure and stuff so they're they're basically there with nothing there so it's at this point Sully reveals that he's in massive debt and he's kind of counting on this treasure to clear the bounty on his head and um, they finally realize the exact point where they're supposed to find this city of gold but they realize that it's actually a giant idol not a city of gold because El Dorado translates to the golden man uh... Yeah, so like they're looking for a city when it's really just this gigantic like idol made out of gold.
1: So like a statue kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um but they uh they see like tracks in the ground that they're like, "Oh, the Spaniards must have dragged it out. Like so let's follow these tracks." It's fresh. Exactly. <laughs> like 300 years fresh. Like that's how far <laughs> away it is. So they finally get outside of this cave and they find a German U-boat in like this waterfall and they're like that's weird this is a world war ii boat why would it be here
1: that's suspicious
0: yeah so nate climbs in the boat to see what's up and he finds the whole crew like definitely dead but they're not like old dead they're still like gooey (laughs) like they were definitely like it's definitely suspicious circumstances but they all have like this spanish gold that's stamped with something that nathan doesn't recognize and he's like, um, like really well read on this stuff, like his mythology and whatever. And so he would know that kind of thing. Yeah. Like he speaks different languages. He's like, this is never a coin that ever existed. Like a nerd. He knows
1: all, he knows his money.
0: Just kidding to the coin nerds out there. <laughs> so Nate is in the captain's quarters now, this U-boat. and He finds a map on the wall that finishes the notes that Francis Drake had in his diary,
1: Ooh. which is like weird.
0: He's like, how did they know where we yeah. were in like World War II? So he copies down the bullshit and um, he goes back outside to meet with Sully, who at this point is being held at gunpoint by our story's main villains, this dude, Gabriel Roman and his like lieutenant accomplice, Navarro. And uh, they're basically like two fellow explorers and treasure hunters that Sully owes all this money to.
1: Uh oh.
0: Yeah. So they force Nate to give them the map and all the stuff in exchange for their lives. But Gabriel shoots Sully in the chest anyway.
1: That's mean. Yeah.
0: So at this point, the U-boat explodes, giving Nate the opportunity to escape through the jungle, which he does until he runs into Elena, who followed them there. And uh, she was like going to confront them about leaving her behind. And also so she could get more footage for her show Mm. because there's nothing in the coffin. But just in the nick of time, (laughs) Um, the two escape back on the ship they came in on and use the coordinates still to go find El Dorado and try and get there before this dude Gabriel and his gang gets there first. Oh, boy. So in typical Wait, video. Wait, what happened to Sully? He, he got shot. They had to leave him. There's commotion. Oh, There's like a whole. Shit. Thing. they were
1: just like leaving you by.
0: <laughs> so pretty much. Yeah. So um, in total like video game fashion, their plane gets shot down before they get to this island. So they got to jump out and like parachute oh, in. Oh my goodness. And they get separated. <laughs> so Nate gets there, you know, to ground level and he's got to fight his way through like mercenaries in the woods and stuff because um, this dude Gabriel's whole private army's there. Oh, casual. Exactly. So he uh, finds the wreckage of their plane, but doesn't find Elena. So back on the hunt, um, trying to survive through this mercenary army that's set up on the island and also looking for like clues for where she is. Nate realizes that the original ships that brought this El Dorado statue to the city were all intentionally sunk and that this city was flooded for like on purpose.
1: Well, giving so me Atlantis vibes. More,
0: yeah, more. <laughs> <laughs> more shady dealings in this town. It's like a, it's like kind of like a weird Ellis Island type place where there's like a, all this stuff. Huh. Like it's a city that was just like lost in um like just islands out in the middle of nowhere. That was weird. once like a giant port. It's kind of cool. I wonder if there's places like that in real life out there that like, I'm
1: sure there is. There's gotta be
0: <laughs> just like islands that uh, are keep...
1: like unused now.
0: Yeah. Um, So Nate, unfortunately, is eventually captured by um, another bad guy who's like his old rival, I guess. Um, And this dude's name's Eddie Raja. And he's he's funny. He's like like a typical like villain who like can't get stuff right. So Nate's saved by Elena, who finds him and like hooks the bars up to his jail cell to a car and like busts out the doors. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Cool blade, man. (laughs) What I don't know, you said bust through, and I just made me think of the Kool Aid Man.
0: I think you said cool blade man, and I was like, What? Like,
1: at least that makes a little more sense is now. That
0: TikTok, something you never know. That's true. Cool blade man, Hashtag cool blade man. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's a thing. Yeah, I know. So um, Elena finds out in like one of the videos she was taking, because when she was separated from Nate, she just like had her camera out in case like shit went south. And she finds in the background, Sully still alive with Gabriel Roman and um, Navarro. And they're like taking him into a helicopter. So he did survive being shot. So he
1: got like captured, I guess.
0: Yeah. And they're like, oh, he looks like he's there of his own will. Like wink, wink.
1: (laughs) Oh,
0: Yeah. So that's where they could have went with the story with like Sully secretly being a bad guy and uh, this is a mini spoiler. It's gonna find out later, but he's not a bad guy. He's just there because he like survived the shooting and like sweet talked the two like bad guys to keeping him alive to like help get them to the El Dorado gotcha. statue. Um, but he's been purposely leading them astray so that he could give Nate enough time to find him. <laughs> it's just that was smart. smart thinking. And like. Like I said, they kind of made it seem like Sully would be a villain for a minute. And the first time I played this, I was like, please don't do that. That's so stupid cliche. <laughs> and um, I don't they know. They tricked you. It's like what they would do in a movie now. Like, I love Marvel movies, but I feel like they would do that in a Marvel movie where like, secretly yeah, or whatever. So it was a good fresh of air because like when you play the game, you really like this dude, Sully, and you like his like kind of father son, like friendship. So I It's got know. a good vibe. He does. Yeah. He's he's a classy dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also a good scene in there with uh, like Nate and Elena getting to safety. And Nate's like, all right, let's find a boat and go home. And She's like, we're not going to go home. We got to like figure this out. And he's like, it's actually dangerous. Like we should go home. And she's kind of the one to be like, don't you want to see what the. Del Rado is and stuff. I so.
1: laugh in the face of danger. Ha ha ha.
0: Kind of, yeah. But it was just funny for like the main character to be like, fuck this, let's go home. And then, like, yeah. what if you're playing the game and that's the end? <laughs> it's yeah, just, it's like, just uh, like,
1: roll credits. Yeah.
0: It's like, yep, let's go back to <laughs> our normal day jobs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just forget it all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so eventually, Elena and Nate are like walking across this creaky drawbridge, like everybody does when they're hunting treasure. And uh, it breaks and she loses her camera, which sucks now because. Now she doesn't even have a show out of all this. And uh, for those reasons, Elena's out now. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I'll go yeah. home now. But My show's over. Yeah, I know. But they can't go anywhere. So they decide to see, you know, it, like what Sully's helping these bad guys do because they only saw him in the camera at this point. They didn't actually yeah. like get to him. Um, Nate and Elena stumble across some more gruesomely murdered skeletons kind of like in the U-boat. So they're like Ugh. pretty sus. <laughs> um, They eventually do catch up with Sully. Just like, by sneaking around and they like find him doing some stuff. And, uh, like I said before, they figured out that he was leading them, uh, the bad guys it is into like dead ends just to buy him time. And like, nobody else could read any of these glyphs and stuff. Yeah. So like he's invaluable to them.
1: That was smart.
0: Yeah. And they also find out he survived. Cause, um, when he got shot in the chest, he had the notebook from Francis Drake in his pocket. And they like,
1: oh, that's a cliche. Blessed.
0: I, like. I like that cliche though. When you like shoot yeah. him and it's like, Oh, Lucky. It was whatever. the one spot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like dumb and dumber when he's like, what if they shot you in the face? <laughs> 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 um so the gang's back together, like I said, and they figure out um the elaborate like catacombs underneath this whole town from like Drake's notes and stuff. And uh like that's where the is gonna be, like every other treasure hunter. Like, you gotta go down, man.
1: Gotta go through the catacombs.
0: Yeah. So Elena and Nate walk under a grate that's um Gabriel. That just rhymed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> all right, they, Dr. Seuss. They like walk under this grate where all the bad guys are like having a conversation, like up on the next floor up. So they're like sneaking and like a sneaking around. Rump. And uh, Eddie's telling them that something else on the island's killing all his men and that it's cursed. <laughs>
1: Yikes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So further into the catacombs, Nate and Elena find a real corpse of Sir Francis Drake. So he didn't die in the ocean, he died in this island. And sadly, he also didn't find El Dorado either. So he's no. just down there. He just kicked So the close in. yet so far. So at this point, <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to flex your suspension of disbelief because it's about to go sideways. And I was completely taken aback the first time I played this game as well. OK. It's a make or break.
1: <laughs> oh, OK. I think I know what's coming.
0: Yeah. So right in this point, like a lot of stuff is elaborate and like hokey, but it's still based in like some type of reality. It goes into like supernatural here,
1: <laughs> and I know I think this like upset you.
0: It didn't upset me, but I was like on my recent playthrough. I I guess I forgot. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> at this point in the game, you run into Eddie in the catacombs. Uh, so this is Nate, Elena, and Eddie at this point. Sully got like left behind because he had to like do other stuff. You get attacked by like these zombie demon type creatures. <laughs> That Always out of gotta throw
1: some zombies. Yeah, I know. Zombies was, were popular. In this was the era. Yeah, that was in yeah. my later
0: notes for analysis. But like, every game had to have zombies. Yeah. So like, I think I was more so like, man, they really had to like force us in there. But it's it's later explained away. So there's these zombies now in these catacombs, and they're chasing you, and they're like these giant. They're not zombies. They're like demon things with like they look like they're like humanoid people. Like I don't know if it's like
1: scary demon things. There
0: you go. <laughs> so you have to fight them and get away. And uh, so Nate and Elena get away. Unfortunately, rest in peace, Eddie Raja. He gets eaten by the things. No. Yeah. So they escape to this abandoned German ship port that's at the end of these monastery catacombs. And they're like, what the fuck is this doing there? So they figured out that like during World War II, the Germans who were like looking for spooky shit anyway, found this island and were trying to get the El Dorado statue oh. too. But they Wait, also... Well, is
1: this taking like place close to World War II? Or it's, no, like... this is
0: like, Present-ish day, like I guess two thousand seven at the time it came out. Yeah, because like she has the camera and like.
1: Oh right, duh.
0: Yeah, no. So this is like more modern day. Um, so there's no power in like this place, so Nate's like, I'm gonna go like get the power turned back on. So he has to go into like a different mechanical room, kind of labyrinth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like this is all like game time when you're like playing as them. (laughs) Yeah, like turn the
1: electricity on. Yeah,
0: I'm like dancing around the uh, the (laughs) cutscenes, so. Nate stumbles on this room with, like, all of this backstory from the German side of stuff, and he finds this old film that he has, like, playing on a projector where it turns out the Eldorado idol is actually, like, this statue that's cursed with, like, a dead skeleton inside that when you open it and you, like, breathe in the air around it, it turns you into, like, these zombie things. Oh, so, like, none of the original Spaniards who got it or the Germans actually left the island. They're all the demon things. They're all things. the
1: demon things.
0: Exactly. oh no. <laughs> So, Nate comes back after he turns the power on, and lo and behold, Elena got captured by Gabriel and Navarro. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, you know, they could, like, see each other from where they are, but they can't talk to each other. They just, like, know that they have her, and they're like, come and get her kind of thing. Right. Yeah, like. Or quit, whichever. <laughs> Both good.
1: <laughs> Either option.
0: Yeah. So Nate returns to Sully and they find Gabriel and Roman who've made it to the Eldorado statue. They finally found it. And uh, in a shocking twist, Navarro turns on Gabriel by tricking him into opening the casket and like changing him into one of like these cursed beast things.
1: Oh. So
0: Navarro turns out to be like the head bitch in charge at this point. <laughs>
1: Uh-oh.
0: Um, uh oh. So he escapes with a helicopter and like Elena is his hostage and Nate's like hot in pursuit and he like jumps on like the cargo net that they're carrying the statue out of with the helicopter
1: oh my god and he
0: follows that to like the big bad guy boat (laughs) (laughs) the Um, big
1: bad guy boat yeah
0: so the helicopter crashes to the boat but like Navarro and Elena are still alive she's just knocked out and that's when like Nate has to fight his way to him and then kick his ass and then eventually, um, Navarro accidentally kills himself because he like gets his foot wrapped up in a rope, and then the rest of the helicopter wreckage like falls off the ship, and he oh gets my like
1: God. zoomed out. Amateur hour. So
0: he's now like like drowning at the bottom of the ocean, anchored by both the helicopter and the El Dorado statue.
1: Well, goodbye.
0: <laughs> but Nate was able to rescue Elena's like unconscious body from the helicopter. Oh, good. So she's good. He's good. And they're just chilling on the boat. And then Sully drives up with another boat. And he's like, hey, I got a boat. And they're like, we're already on a boat. It's a bigger boat. <laughs> <That's> like... <laughs> we're
1: going to need a bigger boat.
0: <laughs> and uh, Sully's like, oh, I like my boat better. And he like moves a tarp. And it's a whole bunch of treasure that he stole while like everybody was oh. gone. So now they got a whole lot of treasure. All the bad guys are dead. And uh, yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's nice. The end. They literally sail off into the sunset. And there's like the promise of more adventures. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
1: Got to leave the door open for the sequel.
0: <laughs> Which there are three of. Woo! <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, the first Uncharted, man.
1: Awesome. Want to take a quick break and we'll uh, come back with Star Wars? Yeah. We're back. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about Star Wars Episode 4, <laughs> A New Hope.
0: There you go. I'm kind of <laughs> jealous, but I know you do a good job.
1: Yeah, well, you did the other Star Wars, so that's true. Yeah, and uh, we got like you know a bunch more left to do, so <laughs> several
0: for sure. <laughs> I don't
1: know if we want to do all of them, but you know, <laughs> well, if
0: we're blessed enough to <laughs> keep Continue, going. Yeah. yeah,
1: got plenty. Okay, so uh, this is obviously directed and written by George Lucas, mm-hmm. the one and only. <laughs> uh, it stars Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, rest in peace, Peter Cushing, Alex Guinness. David Prowse, James Earl Jones, Anthony Daniels, (laughs) (laughs) Kenny Baker and Peter Mayhew. Yeah. Uh, This received 10 Oscar nominations. Did it really? Including Best Picture. Really? Yeah. And it won seven of them. I don't think it won Best Picture, but I mean, (laughs) still pretty impressed to be nominated (laughs) for it.
0: I think maybe Rocky won that year. It was 1977. Oh, yeah. They had no hope. I'm pretty sure Rocky won. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) New hope, though
1: they had a new hope (laughs) so i'm sure mostly everybody knows because this is basically a pulp
0: oh for sure
1: pop culture pop culture (laughs) phenomena so i feel like everybody knows the gist of star wars but i'll give you a little recap (laughs) so with that being said um I was surprised there's not a huge summary for Star Wars because I guess it's just a lot of action.
0: Yeah. They're like, just go see it. Yeah. Just
1: got to see like, it. If you
0: haven't seen Star Wars yet, like, what are you doing?
1: What What are they saying? Like, how I met your mother with Star Wars?
0: Um, but oh, it's, it's like,
1: she hasn't seen the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. It's
0: like, the only people who haven't seen Star Wars are the people in Star Wars.
1: And they live the Star Wars. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So, yeah. Basically, yeah. I mean, if I've seen Star Wars and mm. that was prior to dating Jeff, like, so I feel like this particular movie was the one Star Wars movie I'd at least seen before yeah. dating Jeff. So if I've seen it, you sh- for sure have seen have it. you
0: got no it. excuses. You have no
1: excuse. All right. So we start off in a galactic civil war.
0: <laughs> As one does. As
1: one does. The Rebel Alliance spies have stolen plans to the Galactic Empire's Death Star. So the Death Star is a massive space station, basically. (laughs) Like, just think, like, it's kind of like a giant moon-shaped thing. (laughs) You have to know what the Death Star is. I I don't know. I can't even describe (laughs) it. And basically, it's capable of wiping out entire planets. Yeah. So it's not good. It's just not a good look.
0: (laughs) It's pretty scary. (laughs) It's, like, not good to think about, you
1: know? You're just, like, all of a sudden, this like, Moon appears in the sky and just like just annihilates everything. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> like you know, yeah. Ooh, could you imagine that happening here on Earth?
0: Yeah, they'd be like, no, you have to live with yourselves. That's your punishment. <laughs> they, yeah, they'd be like, you're gonna destroy yourselves anyway. It's They're like I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's why aliens haven't attacked us yet.
0: Probably. Yeah. They just
1: drive right by. They're like, it's not even worth our time. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> just zoom by. <laughs> Anywho, we have. The Imperial Senator, Princess Leia, she is secretly one of the Rebellion leaders, and she has obtained the schematics to destroying the massive space station, the Death Star. (laughs) I can't describe this. This is ridiculous. Okay. So anyway, her starship gets intercepted by the Imperial Star Destroyer under the command of Darth Vader. If you don't know who Darth Vader is... I don't know. Look him up like you should know. Probably <laughs> my man. Like, where have you been in a cave <laughs> under a rock? Like, I don't know. Anywho, he's I feel like the most well-known villain. Oh,
0: for sure. Like, he's definitely the most iconic. Yeah. Maybe even like if like you anything. say
1: villain, that's who you picture. I feel. Oh, like, yeah. 99% of the time. Mm-hmm.
0: He was real scary to kids, like, I guess when it first came, like, I never really was scared of Darth Vader, but I remember hearing stories of kids just, like, terrified when they were...
1: I don't know if I was terrified, Yeah, but I I was, like, unsettled for sure. Yeah. But, like, heavy breathing did it for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shades of me sleeping. (laughs) Maybe that's why. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So before Leia is captured, she hides the plans in the memory system of a droid named R2-D2, and she and sends R2D2 in this like escape pod and he goes to this nearby desert planet Tatooine alongside his companion another droid named C3PO Jeff's favorite
0: the worst <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who's worse C3PO or Jar Jar Binks
0: Jar Jar Binks Yeah <laughs> hands down It's like
1: not even a question
0: Yeah I know <laughs> I was
1: wondering why you were hesitating
0: I don't cuz it's close <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> I
1: always liked C3PO. He's an annoying dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, shouldn't do that. Like, he's just annoying, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I guess, I guess. Ever yeah. since you said it, I could kind of see. Yeah. It like kind of ruined him for me. It's <laughs> all right. So, anyway, the droids, R2D2 and C3PO, are captured by Jawas and they sell them to these farmers, uh, Owen and Baru. Yep. You know? Yeah, okay. And their nephew, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So Luke is cleaning R2-D2, and he discovers the holographic recording of Princess Leia requesting help from somebody called Obi-Wan Kenobi. So later, Luke finds that R2-D2 is missing, (laughs) and he gets attacked by scavenging sand people (laughs) while searching for him, but he's rescued by the one, the only... Old Ben Kenobi <laughs>
0: couldn't change his last name, you know. Like yeah, like <laughs> just throw him off even worse. Like anybody's gonna find it. That's
1: pretty like straightforward man Plus, like like, are you uh obi-wan kenobi nah i'm just old ben kenobi if like
0: any of the empire rolled up on tatooine they would see this guy with the same last name and he's still wearing the same like outfit he's always worn he's not really doing a
1: good disguise (laughs) yeah like if he was in witness protection i don't think it'd work too well
0: (laughs) probably not
1: (laughs) so uh oh old ben kenobi is an acquaintance of luke you know they kind of knows him as this hermit that lives nearby and he reveals that Obi-Wan is his true name (laughs) and Obi-Wan tells Luke of his days as one of the Jedi Knights who are these former peacekeepers of the Galactic Republic. Debatable. (laughs) (laughs) It's what Wikipedia says. (laughs) Uh, They drew on their mystical abilities from a metaphysical energy field known as the force.
0: Nice. It's all your good feelings. It's
1: all your good stuff. Uh, They were almost like hunted to near extinction by the Empire, though. So it's not good. There's not many left. Luke learns that his father fought along Obi-Wan as a Jedi Knight during the Clone Wars until Vader, (laughs) Obi-Wan's former pupil, turned to the dark side of the Force and murdered him. Yikes. Not not nice.
0: (laughs) Murdered Anakin. Yeah.
1: Obi-Wan gives Luke his father's old lightsaber, the signature weapon of Jedi knights.
0: He immediately points it right in his eye. <laughs>
1: Smart. You know, nobody said Luke was a genius. Uh, R2D2 plays. Me, <laughs> Moving on. It hit me late. <laughs> R2D2 plays Leia's full message in which she begs Obi-Wan to take the Death Star plans to her home planet of Alderaan and give them to her father, a fellow veteran, for analysis. So although Luke initially declines, Obi-Wan's offer to accompany him to Alderaan and learn the ways of the force, <laughs> he's left with no choice because the Imperial, Imperial Stormtroopers have killed his aunt and uncle. So that was not nice.
0: <laughs> womp womp. And they
1: destroyed their farm in search for the droids. Because at this point they know that R2-D2 had a, you know, message in there.
0: Yeah. Message in a bottle.
1: Message in a bottle. <laughs> Holographic message in a bottle. So now they travel to a Katina in search of transport. Luke and Obi-Wan hire on Solo. There you go. Who is a smuggler with a price on his head.
0: As they all are. Always, you know.
1: <laughs> if you're going to be a, a smuggler, you're going to have debts, <laughs> I rack guess. Rack up some debts. Rack up the debt. And you always have a price on your head Step that way, one. too. Yeah. one, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know?
0: It's a good way to play people against people because you'd be like, do you want to kill me or do you want to turn yeah. me in and get the bounty? And then Which is it? Surprise, exactly. I double-crossed you.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, he has a dead on his head from local, as Wikipedia describes Gangster. it, mobster. <laughs> yeah.
0: I always like when they call him a mobster, like, you just picture Jabba the Hutt with, like, a top hat.
1: That's literally what I was picturing, <laughs> like just, a like, a little fedora, and he's just like,
0: <laughs> he, hey,
1: babe, I'm Jabba.
0: Yep. He does seem like he'd, like, ghoul. So. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, no. he does. So, anyway, moving on from Jabba the mobster. Uh. Obi-Wan, Luke, R2-D2, C-3PO, Flea, Tatooine with Han and his Wookiee co-pilot, Chewbacca. Because they're getting chased by stormtroopers now. And they are on their ship, the Millennium Falcon. Nice. It's a good ship. It's a a great (laughs) ship.
0: Hard to drive, though, because, I mean, the whole cockpit's on one side, so, like...
1: Yeah. A little rough.
0: How do you know what's on the other side? I don't know. (laughs) There's no backup camera.
1: Oh, God. Could you imagine trying to back that thing up? (laughs) (laughs) no backup cam
0: imagine trying to back that thing up
1: (laughs) Han Solo is just a good pilot I guess I guess so oh I I felt a kitty walk by (laughs) anyway so before the uh, Millennium Falcon can reach Alderaan Death Star Commander Grand Moff Tarkin destroys the planet in a show of force so that was not really nice flexing he was flexing because uh, that's Leia's home planet and he was interrogating Leia for the location of the Rebel Alliance's base and then he was just like well, if you're not going to tell me, I'm just going to blow your planet up. So. I fucking had
0: it, yeah. Did <laughs> you imagine if he was like, I fucking had it. I'm just done. I'm just
1: blowing this up now. you done. Say goodbye. <laughs> Upon arrival, the Falcon is captured by Death, Star tra- Death Star's tractor beam, but the yeah. group manages to evade capture by hiding in the ship's smuggling compartments. As Obi-Wan leaves to disable the tractor beam, Luke persuades Han and Chewbacca to help him rescue Leia. After discovering that she's scheduled to be executed, so he's like, you know, I've never met this girl, but she was, like, kind of cute in the holograph, and...
0: (laughs) Plus, she's super rich, so she could probably pay us a lot.
1: That's true, so maybe we should go try and save her. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, after disabling the tractor beam, Obi-Wan sacrifices himself in a lightsaber duel against Vader, which was very sad. Yeah. But it allows the rest of the group to escape the Death Star, and they had saved Leia, so... Right before Obi-Wan goes, he sees Luke and Leia together, which is important later in the series. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We didn't know that at the time, though.
1: Nobody knew that (laughs) at the time. Using a tracking device, the Empire tracks the Falcon to the hidden Rebel base on Yavin 4. So now at the Rebel base, the schematics reveal a hidden weakness in the Death Star's thermal exhaust port, which could allow the Rebels to trigger a chain reaction in its main reactor with a precise proton torpedo strike. (laughs) A lot going on there. There's a lot of science going and
0: happening. Space science. Space science.
1: Protons. (laughs)
0: Neutrons. (laughs) Chain reaction. (laughs) Electrons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Neutron. Anyway, moving on. You ever watch that show? You might have been too old. No. Yeah, you're too old. (laughs) Yeah, a little old. So anyway, Han abandons the Rebels after collecting his reward for rescuing Leia. Luke joins the Rebels X-Wing Starfighter Squadron in mm-hmm. a desperate attack against the approaching Death Star. In the battle, the Rebels suffer heavy losses as Vader leaves a squ- leads a squadron of TIE fighters against them.
0: It's like a human being getting taken down by like flies because like one fly flew like directly in your mouth and hit your heart like that's what it's like (laughs) like there's no reason why any of these people would it would work (laughs) i don't know
1: (laughs) um han and chewbacca unexpectedly return though to help aid them in the millennium falcon and they knock darth vader's ship off course before he can shoot down luke guided by the disembodied voice of obi-wan's spirit aka he's using the force Now, Luke uses the Force to aim his torpedoes into the exhaust port, destroying the Death Star moment before it fires on the Rebel base. And then they have a nice big triumphant ceremony at the base, and Leia awards Luke and Han with medals for their heroism. Heroism. Heroism.
0: (laughs) Kind of shit that they didn't give Chewie one, but... I know. I'm in that camp. There's like two groups of fans like, what the hell?
1: No, I feel like Chewie 100%... So right, he deserved a medal. He was a co pilot yeah. of the Millennium Falcon. That's damn He's co-pilot. Like equal. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: That's <sighs>
1: like some Wookiee discrimination there.
0: They like get him in like the last, last one, like the newest Star Wars. They like mm. give him a medal as like a meta joke, but like it's too late.
1: It was already like decades too late, oh, yeah. you know?
0: He's <laughs> already like 300 here. I mean, come on. God. Guy doesn't have a lot going on.
1: Deserve something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that is the Star Wars.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, why don't we take a quick break and we'll talk about
1: them. Awesome.
0: All right, and we're back. Let's talk about Uncharted and Star Wars.
1: This is going to be fun.
0: Yeah, I know. We always kind of like make stuff that doesn't work, work. But I think that these are a little bit closer in like spirit. As well, far as
1: they're both like adventure flicks, exactly.
0: You know? Like I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Like I want to go on an adventure. Like I don't want to watch something depressing. Like I don't need you know emotions. There's, there's, <laughs> well, I'm like just chilling up by myself. Yeah. Like obviously, there's plenty of movies that I like to do some like deep thinking and introspection yeah. and stuff. But like, you know, I didn't want to be those characters when I was a little kid. <laughs> it's true.
1: Yeah. No, you watch Star Wars and you're like. I mean, for me, I always wanted to be Leia. I thought Leia was so cool.
0: Yeah. She was pretty badass. I mean, especially uh, like as the story progresses, like mm-hmm. she's a very cool icon for girls, especially. I mean.
1: Well, and I feel like especially when this came you out. Too, you know In the I mean? 70s, like <laughs> yeah. you weren't really seeing many like strong female leads like that.
0: Yeah. Like you had Wonder Woman, but like, I don't know, it was a little sexualized. I was going to say, yeah. I think
1: it was very sexualized back yeah. then, you know, it's. Not the same way. I mean, at least in this movie, Leia is not like super sexualized. Yeah. The way she is in like later movies.
0: Yeah. But she had a good quote about that where it's like, (laughs) like, if you have a problem telling your kids, tell them that like. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. Carrie Fisher. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because they stopped selling like Leia and like the bikini stuff, like toys and whatever for kids. And it was like a big thing. Yeah. That's off the path, though.
1: (laughs) But yeah, both of these have that like fun adventure feel to
0: it yeah and like fun factor is a huge thing for me as well like like i was saying like like it's always good to like have other movies and things like that in your back pocket like some of my favorite video games are like horror games and stuff yeah. but, like you know if i'm just sitting around like i want to kill some time and like have fun and feel accomplished i'll throw on uncharted
1: <laughs> yeah no i feel like you've gone back to that game a few times
0: oh yeah So especially in the last year you know you just like want to get away <laughs> it's like a yeah, good escape
1: it's exactly and i think Especially right now, everybody kind of needs that escapism in a way.
0: Yeah. Plus, it's very rewarding to, like, find treasure because you're looking on the main game. But, like, while you're playing it, there's hidden stuff to find, like, mm. all these hidden treasures. And I don't know. It's just really fun to play.
1: Well, and I, <laughs> like I feel it's like
0: satisfying.
1: both of these stories take place in, like, unexpected places. And I say unexpected in the way that, like, you're not going to yeah. be in these typical environments. Like, you're not going to be, like, Power on shooting. some, like... <laughs> On des- like deserted island, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like exploring catacombs. It's, it's like
0: fantasy. Like you're, you right. know, you like to.
1: <laughs> and you're not going to be like flying through space, you know, going to uh. crazy planets. <laughs> well, you never know. That's true. Sometime
0: in our lifetime, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the characters definitely make it too. I mean, oh, like absolutely. Star Wars, every single character, you know. Uh, there's tons of like background characters that. Only diehard fans will know the names of, mm. but like the main, main characters, everybody knows and can point out.
1: And it's so hard because, and their dynamic together like works so well. And it's so hard yeah. to like pick a favorite. Like, yeah, I love Leia. She's awesome. But I also love Han Solo and I love yeah. Luke Skywalker. Like the trio itself is like iconic, but like Chewbacca is iconic.
0: Yeah, I love Chewbacca and like, <laughs> it's like one of my favorites
1: darth villain or darth, darth villain. Villain. <laughs> i was trying to say darth vader like we talked about is this iconic yeah. villain before so like
0: it has to be like one of the best him, villains kind of all of. time there's like darth vader and like jason Voorhees are probably the two most mm. recognizable villains i
1: think yeah and like especially if you think of like a non-horror villain yeah maybe like thanos darth now vader. I oh be in yeah there. thanos is probably up there now
0: for like the younger generations that's like weird to me Ugh. like people are gonna grow up <laughs> that's their like, darth vader <laughs> yeah like all the kids literally now. You just took the words out of my mouth <laughs> thanos
1: is the new darth vader you heard it here first
0: <laughs> trending worldwide but <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know in my in my um story too like I like quippy main characters a lot, but like there's a line where they get annoying as fuck. Mm, <laughs> You're like, just I know shut that. up.
1: You're just like, stop talking.
0: Like, I know I'm gonna get some flack for this, but like, I like Deadpool, but like watching the Deadpool movies, sometimes I'm just like, that's what? enough. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that's enough. But uh, no, I think Nathan Drake is good in a way that like he's not totally coordinated and good at his job like <laughs> the director of the game said she specifically wanted a main character that isn't like a Jason Bourne like trained person like more of like an unconventional everyman who somehow gets out of stuff
1: yeah so like, I, like, he uses his like wits and yeah. his knowledge and stuff and
0: you feel that too like in the game you have to climb and do all kinds of parkour and shit which you're like all right this is a little far-fetched but during the speaking parts and like the action it does feel like what do I do? What do we do? Like, right. Just like throw this and see if that works. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's not like calm, cool, collected all the time.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, Sully's an awesome character, too, that like yeah. stays with you for the rest of the whole series as just like this cool, like, I don't know, he's just it's hard to explain like the, the cliche, but it's just like the old mentor character who's sitting there smoking a cigar and like. Like a Ron Swanson, but like more of a fun yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, a
1: fun Ron <laughs> Swanson. Love it.
0: Yeah. And then I thought um, the game really nailed Alina's character, too, because uh, it's I don't know. She like holds her own. She's like an equal to everybody.
1: We love strong females. Look at this. Yeah, exactly. Alina and Leia. They're both like
0: they don't like play down to like, yeah. oh, you know, it's a girl here on a right. boy's adventure game. It's like, you know, she's, she's
1: holding her just own.
0: as much there. Yeah. I mean, she just has to like get in the shit as much as everybody else. And yeah. Ends up getting out of it. Yeah. Very true. That's Very my true. thing
1: how'd you feel about your villains in this
0: um they were okay i mean they were those were that was the only downside like the villains were a little cliche mm. and that's the one thing with these games like and so you, i think the villain in part four is probably the best out of all of them um, i don't
1: know if i remember that one
0: oh dude that was like a that's is a great, that the
1: one with the train scene
0: no that's the second one but wow. that one's great too yeah but they're they're all good <laughs> Anybody listening. They
1: blended together for me, but yeah, <laughs> there, there's definitely like a lot of standout moments in these games.
0: Yeah, no, the villains are a little like cheesy, but <laughs> yeah, it happens. Okay. Yeah. I like
1: a little cheese.
0: Yeah. A little sad cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're unique either way. Like, I don't know. Everything about them is just it is the trope of like the treasure hunter guy and like lost in the shit. But they do put a really good twist on it. I guess the supernatural thing a little bit. Like, I know Indiana Jones kind of has that sometimes, right. but
1: well, I guess it goes along with like curses and yeah, you know, it yeah. does kind of go hand in hand.
0: Because like if you're already looking for something that's like a myth, why not just throw in double Mythical down, you know, creatures, yeah, just yeah. double down.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, do you feel like there's any quotes from this that are.
0: I it, He's like such a quippy character, Nathan Drake, that like there are quotes, but it's it's kind of like a lot of setup, like there's definitely better quotes in the later games, <laughs> like um, like I say this to our cat all the time, but uh, I think in part three, if you like kill someone every once in a while, Nathan Drake will say Kitty got wet. <laughs> yes, you have done that. to.
1: Oh, yeah. I know. About I got to tell one. the story,
0: though, because it sounds dirty. So the actor, <laughs> the, the actor, Nolan North's kid was like playing games around the same time that he was filming this. And the kid was like really young. And every time the kid won, he would say like Kitty got wet. And the actor was like, why are you saying that? It's he's like, oh, like our cat doesn't like to get wet. Like when she gets sprayed with the bottle. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I just figured that like when people lose, they feel like a cat who just got sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> so it ended up in the game. Like when you kill someone, you'll hear Nathan Drake go, kitty got wet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's like this personal experience. <laughs> Kids always say the best shit, too.
0: Yeah, no, I think his best quotes are definitely in part two, which is also mm. widely regarded as like the best one.
1: Nice. Yeah. Obviously, we know Star Wars. Dude, Star Wars. Use the Iconic. Force. Use yeah. the Force. You we have got... a special
0: connection to Star Wars and our family names.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's true.
0: So I hear that shit all the time. <laughs> like, aha, original. <laughs> Use the Force, Luke. Our last name's Skywalker, by the way. <laughs> it is. You didn't know. <laughs>
1: but also, you know, you have Leia, like, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're yeah. my only hope. Like, oh, I say true. that all the time. Like, you're my only hope.
0: Dude, and like... To this day, everybody had like you'll run into somebody if you hang out at the food store long enough, who's like text message ringtone will be, you know, a Darth Vader quote, yeah. or like their ringtone will be the Star Wars theme.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Williams. Yeah. Iconic music for this movie. Yep. We walked into our wedding to the oh, Star Wars right, theme yeah. song. It was <laughs> epic. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it was like my favorite part of the wedding. It was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the story has made itself. I don't know. It's just legendary. It's like this forever book for culture Wars. now. Exactly. It's like a.
0: <laughs> it's gonna sound cheesy, but it's like Shakespeare. Like you're gonna be telling yeah. this story over and over in different ways, like Romeo and Juliet kind of shit. Yeah. Like For forever.
1: And it's so funny because George Lucas didn't think this was gonna be a hit, right?
0: No, nah, I mean, how did how would you know? Yeah, it's never been done before like this. I mean, and, there was sci-fi, it was but there just wasn't so
1: out there too. Yeah. The whole concept. Yeah. It's just very just unique. Nobody who
0: made this probably knew
1: nobody knew right like they probably were all making this movie and they were like what is this yeah. I think uh,
0: I gotta double check this but I'm like 99% sure Harrison Ford got to like know George Lucas because he was like fixing cabinets at his house and they were like you want to be in a movie
1: that's so crazy to think about <laughs> yeah, I know right yeah I feel like I, I have heard that before I, I don't know if that was from you or whatnot yeah, but yeah. that's so crazy to think about <laughs> uh what about your story you think it's like iconic for uh, the ages in the video game world.
0: It's definitely beloved by video game fans. Like you were saying about the train scene, I think that's like the landmark scene of any of these games.
1: Yeah, that's but, always the one that stands out to me when you talk about it. But that's in the second one. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. we gotta go But to that even one. the um, first one, is that the one with the jet ski scene?
0: Yeah, that one sucked. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, though, because you didn't get past that the first time you played. No, gave, you have to you like in ride a jet ski right? and like
0: shoot and drive a jet ski at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> the only reason
1: I remember it is because it took Jeff a long time to get through.
0: Well, the problem is that like the first time I played through the game, I didn't realize that like you you want to play a video game where like you save all of your things, right? Like you don't want to shoot anything or like use any health. But in this game, it's really made like an action movie. Like you really need to keep moving and take stuff from people and like. You can't really slow down when you're in the action. So once I figured that part out, I'm just like, shoot, shoot, grab a gun, shoot, you know.
1: Right, right. Like, don't hold <laughs> like, on to it. Yeah. Just like, keep it going. Keep rotating. You're out of bullets, throw it down, get a new gun.
0: <laughs> That's what John McClane would do. That's right.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like your story's pretty unique.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, have, I hope they keep making more. Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do, because like, the characters age throughout the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, it's cool because then you also see the relationships develop. So I yeah. like that it kind of grows upon it. Each I time. hope I do
0: the rest of them because part four probably has one of the best ending closures to anything. Oh, my God. 100%. Like video games or movies. I freaking loved it. But
1: yeah, well, there's plenty of Star Wars left and there's plenty <laughs> of Uncharted left
0: for That's us true. to cover. Did you want to go into ratings, recommendations and stuff? Yeah. All right, cool. So we're going to take a quick break and tell you...
1: talk ratings and recommendations you
0: want to kick us off so it's no joke i'm gonna go super nice for this one yeah i think all of them are super nice except maybe three i don't know i gotta replay three (laughs) but uh no this is like one of my favorite video games of all time and it's honestly if nothing else just for like the story of it like the acting and stuff like it's just very fun and like i said if you look online i mean i don't know if people who are listening are also into like twitch type stuff but if you already like that you could totally sit through the Playthrough of the game for like an hour and a half, and it plays out like a movie. Because there's so much cutscenes in between stuff. Yeah. Like you're if you're watching somebody play the game, it's only like a minuscule amount of time. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would go super nice for that. Obviously, the MVP is Nate Drake, the main star character.
1: Numero uno.
0: Yeah. And for masterpiece scene, I would say in cutscene would probably be when Elena breaks Nate out of jail. Have, oh, with the like, uh yeah because off
1: the bars or whatever yeah
0: and that's where you get introduced to this dude eddie raja who like i kind of hope would make it through and like was a character in the rest of them but he he dies, well <laughs> eaten by the thing that sucks and then if you're talking like the gameplay part like at the very end when you have to like fight your way through the dude navarro's ship to get to um elena it's like really difficult because they only give you a certain amount of stuff and you have to make it last and then the fight isn't like a normal boss fight mm-hmm. it's it's like a two second thing. But you have to like hit the button at the right point. Oh God. It's really interactive, but it's fun.
1: They did well with that game.
0: Yeah. And then recommendations, any of the other uncharted games, obviously there's also spinoffs with other characters. Um, so if Nathan Drake isn't your deal, there's another one um, with a future character that you could play. And uh, if you like this story, but you want something heavier, there's the last of us one and two, just <sighs> the same developer, same basic mechanics. And if you don't want to support Naughty Dog at all, you could play <laughs> any of the new Tomb Raiders. You should probably be fine. Nice. For movies, I would say like Indiana Jones or like Die Hard, maybe.
1: Yeah. I was yeah. definitely thinking Indiana Jones as you were talking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or National Treasure, like you said. Oh, yeah. National Treasure. <laughs> Can't forget <Yeah>. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> How about you?
1: All right. So I'm going super nice for this. this oh, you got it. Yeah. I... I want to say it's my favorite Star Wars movie, but I think that's out of being sentimental because I know this was the first one I saw, and it's the one that I remember re-watching in childhood. Yeah. I don't really vividly remember seeing the other ones, Mm. um, unless you count the, uh, what is it, episode three I saw in theaters in 2005, and I had no (laughs) idea what was going on. (laughs) Did anybody know? Was going I was gonna now. say well, I, I barely know, do and I've seen it a hundred times
0: <laughs> I think a new hope definitely has the magic yes yes I think that's why it stood the test of that's time probably
1: why I, I I'm i gonna go be controversial and say that this is my favorite Star Wars there
0: you go I don't think it's a controversy it can't be bad if you nice. said like attack of the clones people would be like okay fair fair <laughs> maybe <laughs>
1: yeah like this is definitely I feel like in most people's top three <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh my MVP is gonna be Luke. I mean, how could you not go, Luke?
0: Turns from whiny farmer to savior of the galaxy. Exactly. <laughs> In one movie. He
1: comes so far. With that being said, my masterpiece scene is when he does destroy the Death Star. I yeah. like. I get so hyped every time I see it. I'm like, yeah, you did it. You used the force. <laughs> uh, with that being said, you have plenty of Star Wars movies as recommendations. Yeah
0: all of them Um, any of them any and
1: all if you're not a star wars fan i guess you're probably a star trek fan so that might work for you i've only seen like one of those i think that
0: beef died down i don't think there's like a turf war between star wars and star trek anymore people have moved on i hope so yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) there are any other fun space movies guardians of the galaxy yeah
0: there you go that's That's a good one
1: that's up that alley
0: some good space play
1: space romp (laughs) space adventure
0: and uh I mean if you want other things, you could probably any saga really like Lord of the Rings or Harry yeah. Potter, you could definitely like scratch that itch, but you probably have already seen that before if you've already seen Star Wars.
1: Exactly. You're probably a movie buff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our episode, friends. Yeah, man.
0: Those are those are my faves. <laughs> <Hopefully>, <laughs> Say happy birthday to, to Jeff. Him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Leave us some nice. Pour comments. one out. <laughs> Pour one out for your homie.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, If you want to find us on social media and leave a nice happy birthday message for Jeff, you can... (laughs)
0: You just invited the hate. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. Uh,
1: You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Parallel Fiction. Or you could look for us on Facebook, Parallel Fiction Podcast, or send us an old fashioned email if you want to whip out an
0: uh, e card. <laughs> old, old fashioned, whip <laughs> <You> wanna... <laughs> out <an> e card, <laughs> old fashioned. <laughs> you
1: want to whip out an old fashioned, yeah, uh, old fashioned birthday e card. Remember those? I used to send those all the time in like 2005.
0: Oh my god! It was like
1: Blue Mountain was my go to website, and you would just find like the Like if
0: it's still there,
1: the interactive <laughs> like greeting card to email people.
0: Yeah, if somebody sends me a blue mountain
1: <laughs> blue mountain e-card
0: within five days of this episode dropping <laughs> i'll give you a nice shout out
1: <laughs> uh, you can find that email address at parallelfictionpod at gmail.com yes
0: and if you like this episode and we're entertained go back and listen to our other ones anywhere you can listen to podcasts
1: have a great week